Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to the June 2017 CTSS quiz. We had 10 absolutely terrific, unbelievable cases. It was a huge quiz. Anyway, so much for the humor. Okay, let's get started. On this first case, I asked, what is the um, most likely diagnosis? And I gave you two images, so it's tricky, but you can see there's very minimal disease in the higher image through the right main pulmonary artery. You can see a little bit of disease toward the superior aspect of the right lower lung, perhaps. Um, you also see the esophagus is mildly dilated. Then when you get down to the lower lung fields, you see the interstitial disease, some of the bronchiectasis. And sarcoidosis is more mid to upper lung zones, TB, upper lung regions, and doesn't have this appearance. Alpha-1 antitrypsin is one of the things we think about, particularly in women who are smoking. You get increased lung damage, but it's typically related to smoking. Usually occurs at a younger age and can shorten lifespan by as much as 20 years. Patients with alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency have shortness of breath and wheezing, repeated lung infections, tiredness, rapid heartbeat, vision problems, and weight loss. This case, however, with the interstitial changes in the basis, bronchiectasis, cystic changes, and myelodilated esophagus is most consistent with the diagnosis of scleroderma. This is an interesting case. Patient had neck pain following dinner, and what's the best diagnosis? Now, if I would have told you the patient ate Kentucky Fried Chicken, that would make it easier, or if the patient would have eaten uh, a sea bass or some bass or something like that, it'd be easier as well. When you look at the image, there's thickening of the upper esophagus, and then you see this linear line on both the axial images as well as in the coronal. And that actually is a chicken bone, which had to be removed endoscopically. I guess neck abscess, the patient would develop a neck abscess if we did nothing. It's not esophageal cancer. There's no T fistula. This was a foreign body. We've seen this in a few people who eat those large sea bass, which is a traditional dish for many people, and also, of course, chicken bones. you got to chew the chicken and don't eat the bones. Okay? Good. The most likely diagnosis of the splenic lesion this renal transplant patient is, and you can see very nicely there's a well-defined enhancing lesion which becomes isodense. Angiosarcomas are more vascular than this and incredibly rare, and there's nothing about renal transplant patients. I guess they're immunosuppressed. That would make you think of an angiosarcoma. Lymphoma never becomes isodense. Abscesses don't become isodense. This is more likely your basic incidental finding. You've got to be thinking about hemangioma and hematoma. Hematoma is more likely because of its homogeneous appearance and the fact it becomes isodense. It's also the best diagnosis of the two because it's the only one I'm giving you a choice of. So this was a nice example of a hematoma. This is a great case. This patient was being evaluated for renal mass, but what other finding do we see? And if you look at the patient's duodenum right by the ligament of trites, or maybe it's proximal jejunum, you see a little over one centimeter hypervascular lesion. And if this patient did have renal cell carcinoma, this could be metastasis. In fact, the patient did have renal cell. The patient could symptomatically had a GI bleed, but we said this patient was asymptomatic. Wrong location for Meckles, and Meckles aren't hypervascular like this. This could be a carcinoid tumor. This could be metastatic renal cell, but the most likely incidental one centimeter vascular lesion, small bowel, 
is a gastrointestinal stromal tumor. Just a beautiful example of a GIST tumor. This patient had bloody stools and we're doing CT to look for a GI bleed. It's a great case because the subsequent angiogram was negative. Look how beautiful. I'm only showing you two images. There's a bright bleed in the descending colon. This was due to a bleeding diverticulum. The patient does not have significant diverticulitis, has no diverticulitis in fact, but this was a diverticulum which had bled. You can see the act of bleeding. In this case, we did our usual arterial and venous phase imaging and you saw it in fact better on venous than arterial phase imaging. Uh, CT is the study of choice in patients with suspected GI bleeding. Just a wonderful example. This patient has joined us in abdominal pain. What's the best diagnosis? I only could show you two images, obviously, but there are a lot of nodes near the pancreatic head, and in the higher images, you would really see an obstructed pancreatic duct, but the pancreatic head was normal. It was large nodes causing the obstruction. There were nodes in the portal cable space. You also see tumor or nodes infiltrating by the left kidney, obstructing the left kidney, and infiltrating to the left renal hilum. You can see the delayed function of the left kidney. Um, renal cell carcinoma, I guess it could be, but it looks like the epicenter is outside the kidney, perhaps. Pancreatic cancer, the pancreas is displaced, not involved. This is not going to be TB. This was B-cell lymphoma. Wonderful example, the kidney, classic perirenal, pararenal space involvement. The nodes were unusual to obstruct the common duct, but it can happen. This was a case of B-cell lymphoma. This is a case just to show you um, how things can be confusing at times. Patient with right upper quadrant pain. If you look only at the image on your right, you might think about a primary gastric mass, and then I'd be thinking about a GIST tumor. It's basically too bulky for an adenocarcinoma. But if I look at the image on the left, then I see it's probably arising from the left lobe of the liver. Could be cholangio because I don't see cirrhosis, but cholangios are usually intrahepatic, not so infiltrating, and they cause when they're central, more glandular atrophy or atrophy of the liver, perhaps, uh, which we don't see here. This is a large mass. It's somewhat vascular. This was hepatoma, a hepatoma in a patient without a cirrhotic liver. This is a straightforward case, but I love the images. Two-year-old, sagittal views, MIP and volume rendering, collaterals coming off the aorta, this sort of break in the aorta. This is classic coarctation of the aorta prominent left subclavian artery, multiple collaterals, multiple intercostals, just a beautiful example of coarctation of the aorta. Now this case comes under my category of a case that the difficulty is not seeing the lesion. I see a large mass which is ulcerating. The question is what could this be? With the right images, this could be a GIST tumor. They often do ulcerate. This could be lymphoma. That's a possibility. This could be a small bowel gist tumor which becomes very large and can ulcerate and bleed. And carcinomas can be large as well and can ulcerate and bleed. But I'll tell you, this tumor is so large, there's so much infiltration that the tumor that ulcerates with large, bulky involvement of the small bowel is B-cell lymphoma, which this was. Again, it's hard. I think, you know, you surely are going to say there's a large tumor, probably small bowel in origin, but you couldn't be 100% specific as to its etiology. This was a patient we're evaluating for um, metastatal widening on a uh, chest x-ray, 
and you can see an interior metastinal mass, somewhat cystic, somewhat high density on this non-contrast scans. Solitary mass, at least what we see, could be lymphoma, but usually those are multiple nodes. Could be teratoma, I guess, wrong age, usually you see calcification, perhaps some fat. Metastatic renal cell would show lots of nodes beyond an interior metastinal mass. Based on appearance, this is most likely a thymoma. A common incidental tumor, range of appearances, often very well marginated, as was the case here. Well, that's 10 cases, 10 terrific cases, and hopefully you got them all right, and if not, hopefully you learned something. And with that, see you next month. All right. <coughs> all right.